Hello, and welcome to the Sleepy Dad's Sleepy Time Corner. I'm joined by my sleepover buddies, Matt Visual and George Weedman. Hello, sleepy Hello. friends. Mm-hmm. Do you still call it a sleepover if you're adults? Oh, you just call Do that sex. Ad- mm. Wait, but... So every male sleepover you've ever had. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to pressure you. You know. I'm just. I'm just. It's. It's not a matter of. Of you know what we do overnight. It's just whether or not it's called a sleepover. If you're you know all grown up and pay taxes. You're, you're probably just helping a buddy out, right? Who got too drunk and missed the last train or missed the last bus, and they just end up chilling on your couch, and you. And you're like, this is not really a sleepover, but. You know, I'll help. I'll help a dude out. It's charity. That's what you call it when you're an adult. You call it charity. 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 (laughs) You're extending your home to another fellow in need out of the kindness of your heart. I I don't know if charity is the the best word to use. It should be. I mean, yeah, it's a cheap hotel, dude. I'll have you know that I only I only rock five star here. in in my house. <laughs> what happens if we stay there? Uh, is it charity for us, or is it a podcast episode? Uh, Work. it's wait, George. When you stayed at mine when you were in Japan, what was that? Charity or it was charity. It was charity. There's no there's no other word. He said that it was is, charity. Well, well yeah, it's not rules. like you were charging me. Charity. I wasn't charging you. No, that's for sure. That's that's the difference from when we were sleeping at your place versus when we were sleeping in the capsule hotel. It's not charity if you charge someone to sleep, have a sleepover as an adult. We did do a podcast episode, though, from my apartment. So technically yes. it was like a work vacation. I don't the, know. The, the, the dad awards. The dad awards. Oh, my sh- God. Yeah. It was a shift. <laughs> it, it was a work shift. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just call it a an overnight shift. <laughs> I, I I I will settle on. We were that. doing I'm, crunch I'm, together. I'm cool with that. Right, we were, we were right. crunching hard, playing Smash, playing Soul Calibur, and recording an episode of the podcast from Japan. It was crunch. That that at least makes you feel more productive about it in your head. Right? <laughs> no, you just don't. These days, you just don't want to call that a sleepover, a Japan sleepover. In any case, um, hi, how, how, how are you guys? How, how has our week been? can't believe it's already been a week. Like, I feel like it was only yesterday we were talking about the Xbox again. The weeks are flying past now. Life seems to return to normal in some parts of the world. I don't know. I, it feels like we're rapidly approaching the, the station of 2021 and the train is like full speeding ahead to try and slam its brakes on really quickly soon. Don't jinx it. I'm not trying. I'm touching the wood. Touching that wood. I'm touching the sleepover wood. <laughs> a week ago, I was talking about how my Valve Index was breaking. Indeed. Right. Uh, now that it's been a week, I um, have fiddled with it. I got a replacement cable from customer support, and that ended up fixing it for about two days. And then it broke again. Two days. How does it well, fix it for two days? I... Don't know. I guess that's what they're going to have to figure out when I send it into them in the mail. I wanted to do a little bit of a talk about VR cables. <laughs> so in, in my case, it was apparently, according to the customer service rep and the fact that it did actually 
get better for a couple days. We were thinking it was the cable that failed. We were. Well, you were. Me, me and, and customer support Rick <laughs> are, are thinking it's the cable that failed. I think that's what also happened to my PlayStation VR too, because that thing still works assuming that you have the cable like coiled and pointed and stretched in one certain direction. Once you shuffle around on the couch and the thing moves around a bit, the PSVR starts flickering in and out and the Valve Index just straight up died until I got a new cable on it and then it died again after a few days. But now I'm starting to worry that like, the problem with VR cables extends beyond an issue of immersion and accessibility and is more like a part of the machine that may or may not be prone to failure because you're slinging that cable around and stepping on it a lot more than a traditional game controller it, it, to, to the point where it's almost like a moving part of the machine that that will naturally get wear and tear with use. And this really really kind of alarms me you guys <laughs> like like i i'm i'm getting scared by my vr cables i got on google <laughs> and i searched for vr cable failure and sure enough it turns out that this is a problem with oculus rift sets as well you'll find repair guides for oculus rift cables and those from don't people come out. who have <laughs> From people who have had their cables failed and, and can't yeah. get them replaced from from customer support. Yeah. If uh, oh man, if I can't get another cable from customer support, then for the Valve Index, the next one on Amazon, the one third party option is like a good one hundred thirty dollars. That is insane. So like VR cables might be a bigger problem than just something that that occasionally snaps you out of the the virtual reality zone and reminds you you're in a video game to the point now where like those during those two days when I had my valve index working again and I was playing Beat Saber on it if I ended up accidentally stepping on the cable like it snapped me right out like I, I used to be able to to errantly step on the cable with my sock feet on carpet something that I would not think would hurt it but now that breaks immersion <laughs> Because it reminds me that the cable is another part of this thing that's liable to fail. Wow. <sighs> I, I was missing a little bit of George in my life this week, and now I'm glad I, I have it. You got, you got it back. Like, uh, I, it back. I, I needed someone to complain about a, a cable. Like, a VR headset. Like, it's like uh, the cable is infiltrating the government and about to overthrow everything. Like, that's how you talk about VR cables. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna take over the fucking world like we're gonna like the cable is actually biden the thing is you don't even know if the cable's the problem right like after all of this yeah like not until it's permanently fixed so you could be blaming something that is entirely wrong i got a replacement cable and then it started working again yeah but then it broke after two days that doesn't sound like the replacement cable Fixed your problems. Fix it. Sounds sounds like you need a little bit of a wiggle. Looks like you need to get a quest I number don't, two I don't think, and get I don't that think get I wanna... that Facebook account rolling in. I I have not posted George. on my Facebook account since 2011. Wow! And I don't play. I don't I don't plan on starting back again anytime soon. Yeah, I I, I keep off of that thing. I don't. I don't, I don't want to know. Do you reckon, what, like, 
Vive or Steam are gonna they're gonna make a quest like a equivalent because it feels like that's the way VR's gotta go, right? Cable I think Sony is the more likely contender. Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, I, I hope Why not. not? I want to get a PlayStation to play a fucking VR set. What, what are Fuck the that. reasons? Why not? Fuck that. I want a fucking regular <laughs> headset. Regular fucking headset. <laughs> <laughs> fucking PlayStation okay. headset. So unreasonable. Just, just no. Just the what, Oculus Quest. What do you what do you mean by regular headset at this point? When you just said you wanted a portable Oculus Quest, like, is yeah. that a regular headset? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a regular headset. You plug it into anything you want and you play something. Obviously, the stores are probably not the that's not the best example, but yeah. You plug it into anything you want and you're good to go. That's what the Oculus is. It, I would want that. Unless unless the PSVR is PC and console, then now we talk it. Yeah, that's never going to happen. You probably got more yeah, luck exactly. with the branded one, right? I live Fuck in a completely that. different world than the rest of the human race because when I close my eyes and think of the PSVR, I think of something that I have plugged into my PC and played a lot on over there. Yeah, but how much we we had this episode where you had the whole rigmarole of having to do that, and it was kind yeah. of redundant considering you already had a better headset that was more PC compatible George, at the time. George, it was more of a you Frankenstein. That's what I model. I did a year before I got the one thousand dollar failure machine. I thought like, you had a Rift before that. Sorry, man. no, I had a PSVR before that. Oh, I never have had a Rift. I've I've been fine. Back in the day, I used to love to spend hours and hours to try to get bullshit to work these days i just want to put on a fucking headset and have it work work. that's it i don't need to be like oh i modded it so i can no 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 i don't think you're gonna get that with with the quest dude i i i would expect a lot of problems to crop up with uh with with how much of that is is tied into the always online experience sell your soul just a little bit and and Make sure that you're not past your Comcast 1.2 terabyte data cap, which they're now rolling out in like 13 states. Wait, what? Yeah, the the old uh, Comcast data cap monster is rearing its head again this week. They've announced that they're going to be rolling out data caps for 13 U.S. states. They can still do some bullshit like this? How does that still happen? That's yeah, I don't understand. in Japan. Because there's no rules against it, and that's it. What? boomers are not going to know what the words mean, and they're they're and and, and Trump's appointees are in the FCC, which has been gutted, and they're probably going to get away with it. I feel like it's too late to do shit like that now. It, I feel like somebody's going to do something. If not, there if not would our, need to be more competition. Yeah, they keep stopping it. Keep stopping fiber. <laughs> I was hoping that I'd have Google Fiber in my building by now, like, like you know, 10 years ago. I didn't know I'd, I'd still be facing the same choice between Comcast and AT&T in this place. Yep. Yeah. And your AT&T doesn't have fiber, I'm assuming. Yeah. If I, like, stack up the the speed for cost of what you get, it would be kind of a downgrade. Yeah. AT&T has fiber, but only in limited places. Not, not in my building. Uh, so what like out of interest what do you think the crossroad is for vr right because obviously a lot of people have uh, 
you know, came out in not, I don't want to say like boycotting, but definitely a lot of people are coming out and saying, I don't want anything to do with Facebook. I'm not going to buy the Oculus Quest 2 or the, or the Quest because anything where I have to mandatory set up a Facebook account, I just don't want to do, which that means yeah. it leaves you with pretty much two options now. Like, yeah. Buying an older headset or buying the index. Yeah. No, there's there's yeah. WMR. Everyone forgets about WMR. Yeah, because for not probably a reason. Yeah, yes. probably for a reason. On their marketing, pay. like they're fine. They review well. The price point is. is decent. WMR. The, it's the Windows reality shit. Like it's oh. all right. See, I typed it, and the first thing that came up was the Oculus Quest Two. <laughs> that yeah, that's why i don't think anyone talks about it not out of quality but out of marketing like like they're the cheaper budget models oh these are like the hp ones and stuff yeah, yeah but but i haven't heard complaints about them like there's a lot of people in in our discords who are running wmr sets and they they think it's fine that's fair i mean it says on the website they can run star wars quadrants beat saber half-life alex rec room pistol whip i kinda wish I wish I might have got those instead. Yeah. Uh, Supposedly Pistol Whip is pretty good. I have not heard anybody talk about it, though. So, well, then you have three options, right? Which is still a pretty limited market. But considering the other two require... Wait, does the does the Windows Mixed Reality ones require cables? They do. It, yeah. It depends. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oculus is the only one who does it. That's got to be the way forward, right? Because when it, I played the, the Quest be. 1, it was like a revolutionary... <laughs> experience being able to walk around tether free tether nothing dragging your fucking head that's mm. amazing i want to feel it i want to feel it the the, the cable weighs you down it reminds you that, that you're in a game i i don't yes. even know what it's like playing vr without a cable but i'm already envious of that experience well i yeah well i'm subconsciously always aware of it yeah. like always aware of it <laughs> i'm and, panicking i'm gonna trip over and like kill myself <laughs> and or even, if you'd step on it with your sock foot one too many times over the course of nine months it might fail and the thing is uh, the the link only takes just one little usb cable so you could just mount that easily to the to, to the top of your room your your ceiling and you're good to go also there are I, I have not tried it myself, but I have heard Discord testimonies that it's fine. There are in-home streaming wireless solutions that, that you can use over Wi-Fi for, for some of these devices that I've heard is, is at least okay for virtual desktop stuff. Oh. I'd, I'd have to play it myself before I really believe in it, but I know that that stuff is at least out there, like Wii U-style Wi-Fi video streaming. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. If it actually works, that, that yeah. would be nice. The, the compression artifacts and input lag is something that would be especially bad for VR over traditional gaming. But I, 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 I yeah, I think I, I gotta get rid of this cable somehow. Like, it's, it's a can of worms. It's Pandora's cable. I still have my first Oculus. I'm just waiting. Just waiting. Is that switched over fully to Facebook account as well? They did that, right? Like, there's no such thing as Oculus. They migrated completely, right? No, no, no. I think that's still a few years off. I think that's like a 2023 goal. 
Uh, milestone is what they've set for migrating the older platforms over to the Facebook marketplace. If you buy an Oculus Quest 2 or an Oculus Quest um, new, hey, it rhymed, then then you will have to log into <laughs> Facebook. But if you have the older hardware, you still got a few a few years where you can <laughs> hold on to your dignity. <laughs> so what, what are you going to do next? You're just going to send it back? I'm going to send it back. I'm keeping the support ticket active. I uh, sent them a, a little uh, Windows DirectX system report, and, and they haven't replied. But I'm sure that when they do, they'll ask me to send it back. Jeez. Yeah. How old is it? I got it in February around Alex. Wow. So, so yeah, you you want to be- Nine months. At least within a year, right? You want to be yeah. sending that thing back as fast as possible. The $1,000 warranty will expire oh. next February, so we I need to get shit. it fixed by then. Yeah, you want to do that pretty sharpish. And the thing is, is that like, even when the Valve Index was working, quote unquote, fine, it still had its inconveniences. Still uh, would, would occasionally have a software update in Steam, break something, require a couple restarts. It would uh, have video feed cut off sometimes before. In the past, restarting the computer would fix this stuff. But once once that stopped doing the trick is when I when I started getting in contact with with customer support. Anyways, we've we, we've gone on about VR cables for a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to keep keep dragging us down, you know? Yeah, so dragging <laughs> us down, George. With the tether, like like cable that I pull. Yeah, pulling us down, tying us to the railroads of VR for years. Lasso. Well, I haven't played much. I've been I've been pretty busy. But so you finished like eight games, ten? I've been I've been playing some Monster Hunter Iceborne with uh with friend of the Joe friend of the friend of the Joe. Friend of the show. Friend of Joe. uh, (laughs) Friend of the show Patrick. Oh, Monster oh, yeah. Hunter on Monster Game Pass. No, or just what? It's on Game Pass. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Uh-oh. with Iceborne. Please don't tell me it's on Iceborne because I spent forty dollars. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to check for you. But nah, I'm, I, I don't think so. Uh, it might. It might be. They never. They never do like. So you've been playing Iceborne. Yeah. What do you think of Iceborne? I'm curious because uh, you, you you had some interesting back and forth with the original game. The original, yeah, the original game is like, it's, I mean. <sighs> yeah, you guys are playing it together, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For a couple, a couple yeah. days. Do you, do, you, do you play together with George? No, you don't. You don't. You well, don't play together with I remember with George. one of the big complaints you had was how hard it genuinely was to play together in yeah, Monster you have Hunter. To go in, watch a fucking cutscene, send the SOS flare, and then have them jump into your, 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 your fucking game. It is. The worst co-op game ever. Did ever. they did they do anything with that? Is is it better? No, now? it's the same fucking oh. thing. Oh, it is okay. the worst co-op game because it is a co it is a co-op game. <laughs> it is the worst co-op game. It's just like they don't want. Who cares about your cutscenes? Why can't I watch it with somebody? Like, I don't I'm understand. I'm amazed they never patched that. I am, like, very amazed that they never bothered to patch it. Uh, the it does. menu's convoluted. The stuff to learn about, the stuff you, like, need, and the, 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 the quest. 
are all over the place. You just can't find anything. If you come back to that game after beating it, you just you just forget everything. You forget everything. It's it is that game is a fucking mess. But when it comes down to monster hunting, that shit's fun. That shit's so fun. You with your friends, you're going in, you're trying to find this monster, smelling, smelling their poop, and, 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 um, watching them fight each other. It's that, that part is just like, that part is just super good. And, and I don't understand why they can't just make it that. They, they have to put the fucking egg, egg missions and stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's like, I really don't understand some Japanese developers sometimes, man. Did you enjoy it? Or yeah, yeah, I mostly enjoyed eight, eight it. Eight out of ten? Or... Yeah, I mostly enjoyed it. Okay. So how did you end up going back to Monster Hunter? Like, were you just bored? Yeah, pa- Patrick got me into it. He's like, oh, uh, I've been playing okay, Iceborne. Right. I was like, uh... It's like, how much is it? $40? Is it really $40? And I... Apparently didn't beat the last two bosses, so I had to go back and do that. Failure. Failure, dude. Like it it Not was qualified to talk about it then. Oh yeah. George coming out with the snaps, considering we both never finished games. <laughs> you can't you can't review a game unless you played through it all the way twice. <laughs> <laughs> unless you purchased it twice. <laughs> I think should be the new standard. Unless you double dipped and you bought it both on PC and on console. You are not the authority in which you can review a game. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people who play um, Cyberpunk and they're going to be like, oh, it's, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. And they probably play through like half of the game. It's just going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't wait for those reviews. Did, to come oh, it's, it, it's, it's funny you bring that up. Did you see the thing that was going around on Digital Foundry the other day? Like, no. Uh, the guy, I'm like been name? avoiding things. John Linneman. No, it was about Dirt 5. And it was about, you know, this kind of smart delivery stuff that both the Xbox and the PS5 are doing, like where you can you can buy like a, an, uh, you know, like a current, I, I want to say current gen, but we are in the current gen. The Xbox Series X and the PS4 5 are out now. So they're the current gen, right? Or are they still next gen? Is that what we're going to... Yeah, what, when do we change? When what's What's the deadline? Yeah, I imagine when they release, right? Because they're the current gen. That's what's out, so... But I, I don't well, know. They're Anyways, still expensive. So the, the new gen. No, even the PS4 is still expensive. The new gen. But, you know, they have the smart delivery service thing where you can have backward compatibility games from the previous gen, PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, and then you can get those versions. So for like Cyberpunk, you can get the Xbox One version and then play it on Series X later because it's got the optimized for Series X. And then on PS5, it's got the smart delivery or whatever it's called. But like it was back and forth, and he had like he was posting settings about like 4K settings or something for Dirt Five uh, image settings and stuff. And then somebody was adamant, like this guy just rando on Twitter was like, "No, you're a liar. You're telling the you're telling lies. I'm playing this game on my PS5, and those those settings are not there." What? And then they were having a back and forth, like sending pictures of their screens to each other. And and the guy from Digital Fund was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, they're right here. I can see them. And the guy's like, no, they're not. And it came down that it found out that the guy, the rando, 
had actually installed the PS4 version of the game what? on the PS5 instead oh. of the PS5 version of the game, which had like oh. 120 hertz and 4K and all this kind oh, of stuff. Oh, shit. That's confusing. So, like, how confusing is that? And that... <laughs> and how disappointing with this kind of, is that? Oh, man, he's disappointed for sure. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like, how do you know without it telling you? Like, unless it's like you're playing the PS5 version or something. Cause that, and the price tag has to be different, too. Well, that's the thing with smart delivery and stuff, right? It's you don't pay anything, right? Your digital version that you purchased on the PS4 store is going to be, it should just appear or something. Like, it, I, I suppose it's a really complicated process on PS5. On, on Series X, it doesn't seem to be that difficult, but. I seriously wonder how grandma's going to do it this holiday shopping season. I'm going <laughs> to buy my son an Xbox One X, the brand new console. Will that be an Xbox Series X, an Xbox One X, an Xbox Series X, or an Xbox uh, Xbox <laughs> One? The smaller X. slim one. <laughs> Wait, there are two smaller slim ones. You, you you've seen the box art, right, Liam? You have to have like like the next gen Xbox games have almost the same packaging. They do, but they say in the top corner, "Optimized for Series X." If it's if it's a game that's released cross generation. Like Dirt 5 or something like that. Like, for example, Valhalla, if you look on the box for Valhalla, it says optimized for Series X. I'm sure that's optimized. fine for, for us, but what about Grandma? Well, it's the same with the Wii and the Wii U. Grandma's not looking for that. <laughs> Grandma's going to the Wii aisle instead. <laughs> She's like, I remember learning about the Wii and the Wii U. I'm not doing this shit again. I feel so bad for Grandma. Poor Grandma. Especially <laughs> Grandma this year. <laughs> Woo! hey man anybody's grandma who's spending $500 on a new console fair play to that grandma Yeah, that's a hell of a nice grandma I think at this point people are used to it like are you trying to get a new console or an old console well how much does it cost that's where <laughs> no no usually you say oh it's like $500 for this console Yeah. for any grandmas listening that's how you navigate the video game market you can tell which one's the new one by the price tag yes. not the name anymore yeah. <laughs> well that's a th that's the thing isn't it it's like definitely this holiday the series S is going to be like the top selling console because one it's half the price and two it looks kind of similar to the old one <laughs> they're going to be like that one the white one or how many people want to, they're like, like their sons or daughters are like, I want the PS5, the white one. And they go to the store and like, oh, can I have the new white one? And they get given a Series S instead. We've talked about that, right? Like, what, what, what conspiracy happened that made all the big electronics this year white? Like, like what boardroom meeting? Series X isn't. It's matte black. The Series S, though. Yeah. Yeah. That is a nice A little reverse Oreo for the... Series X. Oculus Ooh. Quest 2 is white. Yeah. The uh Milky. The 3080 series, the one they revealed on the stage, I think, had a white plastic backing on it when he was holding it up in that popular meme memeified image. I'm becoming more of a fan of the way the PS5 looks. It's very aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah I could see that. I'm not offended by it. I just think it's a fascinating trend slash coincidence <laughs> slash 2020 quirk that that 
going white. I do wonder how well it'll age, though. Like, what if it turns yellow in 10 years? <laughs> I don't think it's going to do any. Uh, uh, I mean, Dreamcasts. Uh, they, well, actually, some of them are yellow as well, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, there might oh, be yeah, all yeah. sorts of. Dreamcasts uh, and all that. Yeah, they turned yellow. Suspicious. Man. What is the most recent? There are some, like, older, gen- like Xbox 360s, like the original Xbox 360s. There's white ones are they yellow now they're not yellow are they they use oh a no paint, no right? they they get they get red rings instead oh yeah they just stop working <laughs> right would you what would you rather have a console that just doesn't work or a console that works but looks like you've been smoking 40 a day for the past 10 years i i i think we need to have a talk with super nintendos of the world out there about uh this habit wait the wii and the wii u is white as well wii's on oh yeah yellow. those are fine those are like glossy and and shiny you can throw a wii out of a window from like a 10-story building and it will still work the wii is so Uh, durable that little square box i miss nintendonium like the switch is really the first nintendo console in a long while that feels fragile yes it does feel like you're holding a piece of technology in your hands um so matt you're gonna are you going to carry on with Iceborne? Like are, are oh, you yeah, in- Iceborne! That's where no, we no, were. No, it's totally fine. I'll just, sit, I'll just sit in the corner. It's fine. Just, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll continue. I can what monsters are you... What, what, what are you hunting at the moment? Because we have a lot of monster hunter players in our community on the Discord, don't we? They play some- Yeah, what, what was hitting me up to? What am I at? Um, I'm not too deep. I'm not too deep in there. Um, I got the Iceborne, like... Um, a couple play sessions ago and i think i'm starting to get to the harder monsters now the ones nice. that uh kick your ass and toss you around nice i met the the chin checker the 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 one that um the 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 wall that you hit where it's like oh this monster means business it's like this dragon that constantly moves constantly spins his tail constantly blows his little freaking freaking um, icy breath on you and spins you around someone knows someone knows it's like the most fucking annoying thing ever that one killed me we like (laughs) three times like and that's like 30 minutes of my time just gone gone just disappear (laughs) he just blew it away he blew it away like i was we're so close and then he just is it one of the elder dragons that's what they are right in Mm. icebound um, I don't Maybe. know if he's an elder dragon. I can't, I, you know, I don't know no, the difference, you know, to be honest. I don't really listen to the story. I kind of just. <laughs> Nobody does. <kinda laughs> just skip it. Just hunt monsters. I'm a huge fan of like climbing on the back of a giant mountain sized animal gimmicks. And, and Monster Hunter World had some good ones. Like the elder dragon levels, I have fond memories of, of those chunks. You have a claw now. I don't know if it was in the first one, but you can claw people now. And you just jump on them and you slice them up. And mid-air, you're just constantly fighting them. And if they toss you off, you can claw them again and get back on it. It's the most fucking awesome thing to watch and do. Oh, man. God. And if, like, you and your friends are doing it at the same time, you're just right. Oh. And then you hit them down and then do your special moves. There's something so satisfying about those oh, weapons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What oh, weapon are you God. using? I think that, yeah. I am doing the charge blade. Nice. Uh, I remember you liking the charge yes, blade. Yeah, the charge blade I did it rules. in 3DS, 3DS yeah. version, and that was that was fun. Charge blade is what I used in World too. 
Oh yeah. I I did um light bow gun. A little bit of light bow gun near the end of the the first game. But yeah, I, I switched it back up um because I I just really liked setting up combos and I like the mechanics, you know. It, it it's it's more satisfying to learn a weapon that you you have to kind of like pay attention to because the setup to hit that huge spike of damage and get the monster right there in that perfect corner, slam it on his head, boom! It's it's satisfying. It never gets old. <laughs> it never gets old. Yeah, it's 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 surprising that the combat and stuff is and, and the monsters are so good, and yet it's in this game that is a clusterfuck. That uh, sounds like a Japanese Capcom that's game. Like the only reason. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's like the only reason. Why can't be straightforward. <laughs> it can't be. No. You have to go here. I'm here, watching here. some footage of like charge blades and iceborne, and I, I really want to play. No, oh, it's it's good. You just gotta go through hell in order to get to that point. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's the whole stunning again, and that 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 fifty oh, hours. It's daunting. <laughs> it's daunting. It's like yeah. okay. It's like, oh. This is this is what we call it. This is what we call it. It's like that's 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 the meat of the game, right? But you have to eat mm. your vegetables first. Okay, so you have to do that. <laughs> 60, 60 hours of eating veg before you can have some six, meat. Yeah, it's, it's to get your two hours of eating meat. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I've been playing Tales, but... Oh, yeah. Like, after you, every time you play, you take a break and you come back to a game, it's either going to be really good or really bad. Right, like your mind is fresh and new, and you're like, "Oh yeah, man, I, I enjoy tales. Let me pop it in." And all of a sudden, the acting and everything just sounded so bad to me. I was like, "What is happening? I thought this was okay. I don't know what <laughs> what went on." Snapped out of it. I just got really like I sucked out of it. I'm like, "Oh no, do I have to find another game? No, I don't want. I want to finish under... this. I already put 18 hours into this. I need to finish it." <laughs> You, you you got stuck under the cringe curve. Like you yeah. get used to it after a while. Yeah. But then when you when you like like first hear bad anime voice acting, it's like oh I'm cringing. Ugh. I I started noticing that he like he like ends his words like this and like like he's Whoa. sounding it out and I'm like oh come on guys like what is this it, it, it's only the main character that does that and i'm starting to notice it i'm like no i'm I'm just uh imagining what his mouth looks like in the in the voiceover booth oh man he's like curving his mouth or whoa something. like a like a pringles wow. can but the crystal the crystal must be stopped yeah it's like no <laughs> <laughs> Like no, come on! It's like he's enunciating. I, I, I think, I think there's there's certain sections of the game where the voice acting kind of dips. It's happened before. It dips and it goes back up. It's like it's like they had like a bad session or something. Because this is a lot of voice acting, man. This is over probably like weeks or months. You know, it's a lot of voice acting. Chrono, charge your frenzy tech to take on Magus. 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 <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing coming out because no one wants to come out right before 
Dragon Quest and Cyberpunk and <laughs> I like how you put Dragon Quest before Cyberpunk. Because <laughs> no one's gonna be thinking about Dragon Quest after Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> the people who wanted to play Dragon Quest have already played Dragon Quest and they're ready for Cyberpunk. Because mm. like, there's nothing, there's nothing out other than like the the exclusives for Xbox and PS5. I don't even know what the Xbox exclusives are, but the exclusives, you know, Demon Souls and Miles Morales and all that, like all of those exclusives. It's like I don't want, yeah, I don't want to go out and those... buy a console just to play these games right now. Those... <laughs> if I can even find one just came out but let's see like what's all on the slate for within the next two weeks puyo puyo tetris 2 apparently is an upcoming release yeah. uh like devil oh. may cry 5 the next gen edition's coming I thought out. That was out already uh gamestop has it at december 1st maybe it's out in japan oh i don't know oh there's a new fire emblem no it's it's the I mean, yes, technically, but no, oh, because no. it's a re-release. It's the first ever official translated oh. release of the original Fire Emblem. Oh. They did a remake of it for the DS uh, or the GameCube. I can't remember. What is Halo Infinite looking like right now? Okay, delayed to 2021. Yeah, that's... Yeah, game- it's site i'm looking at needs to update yeah. their list <laughs> they need they need to, to get a mechanic on that game all right they need to look under the hood of that thing wait 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 this is actually a, a good opportunity I, I see on the docket that liam has been cracking out some <laughs> old halo <laughs> yeah like i just wanted to see how it because i played the pc version of halo reach last year and i just wanted to sort of see how how it, Halo is running on Series X, right? Because on Game yeah. Pass, it has all of the Halos up to Halo 5. I love this segment. Liam plays old games on new consoles. Series X. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to see how, look, because obviously Halo Infinite's not here, even though it's emblazoned on the box on the... On their Series really? X box, That's yeah, so sad. it's oh, on the back oh, of the box. Like you could tell, they made, oh, they thought that game, they thought that game was oh, coming out no. for sure. They thought it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's on the back of the box. But a, fr- a friend of mine, uh, another game developer friend, I was talking to, he said he's playing Halo Reach, and we both agree that's our favorite Halo, uh, hands down. We talked about this, right? Oh my god! Um, yeah. And uh, Reach is the best. And, so I, and he was like, yeah, on Series X, it's like it's like HDR, 4K, 60 frames. And I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. I kind of want to give that a go. So I, I installed the massive 112 gigabyte Jeez. Halo Master Chief oh. collection. So, so you have room for one more. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, I've not been disappointed so far i have like at least 15 games installed and they're big games and i still have about 200 gigabytes left out of that terabyte it's not too bad i i don't know how other people could play more than that to be honest at any one given time but i still have a fair amount of storage well it's because it's because you don't you don't have call of duty on no but i do now have 112 megabytes uh, 100 <laughs> megabytes <laughs> that was the original halo reach now 112 gigabytes of um, master, full master, full master's chief, on there. Um, <laughs> but no, I started just playing through some Halo Reach. Like, 
I know that game pretty, you know, like the back of my hand. And just started playing through it, and man, whatever they did to old Halo, those games, like, don't age. Yes, it now has, like, yeah. 4K and 60 frames, but the art direction, even though you... Kn and that's the thing about Halo, is that when you look at it, you're like, that's Halo, right? It's, With Call yeah. of Duty, you could look at the screen of Call of Duty, you're like, eh, which Call of Duty is that? And is it Battlefield? Is it this yeah. PUBG? Is it, like, I get it, but, like, with Halo, you're like, that's Halo, right? That it, it looks and feels unique. Yeah. Like, like the bounciness and the smoothness and the, mm. like, slow pacing of it all is something... It's just a feel that you don't get in many other yeah. places. Exactly, right? So it's like, ah, oh, it's Halo. And then jumping straight into, you know, Reach again after a while and, you know, playing in 4K with, you know, the simulating HDR that it uses or whatever. Uh, it's good looking game and it feels great and sounds great and I'm having a blast and it kind of makes me want infinite. It makes me want to see what they're doing, even though the first impressions didn't look so great, right? But think about the original Master Chief collection, because, oh boy, that was a mess, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> it made me a little sad that we didn't get Infinite at launch, because imagine if Infinite did come out, no, regardless of those first impressions, I imagine they'd pull it out of the bag in some way. It's Halo. Um, so it's, it kind of did make me a little sad that there wasn't that new Halo that is emblazoned on the back of the box. Uh, with your new Series X to see that next-gen Microsoft. And it, yeah, it felt like a bit of a missed opportunity. Well, of course it is, but meh, Halo Reach is good enough anyway. It's a great game. So I've been playing that. I started to play Gears 5, but I, I only did the training mission. But I would tell you what, that game also looks very, very good. Alongside Her Forza Horizon, like the optimized for Series X games, they've put a bit of money into to really bring them up to excellent 4k and running at a complete locked smooth 60 frames mm. it was good it was real good um so i started playing that as well i'm starting to broaden my horizons a little bit like these games especially gears is not typically something i would play gears tactics was much more as my speed which i also did download and yet have yet to play it on series x though definitely trying everything like game pass man just this it's this open world of, of it like Game Pass is an open world, right? And then every game in Game Pass is a side quest that you get distracted by. And that's why you never finish games, because you just keep getting distracted by the side quests of Game Pass. You're like, oh, Cricket 20. That's a new game that I've never seen before that I definitely am going to install and play for 10 minutes and then never play again. Oh, look, Halo, that old game you really like that you really want to play. Oh, Banjo-Kazooie. Ooh, Destiny 2. Ooh, Forza Horizon. Like, it's never-ending. Ooh, I'm going to spend 30 hours playing Skate 3 recently. Ooh. It is, I, I'm, 30 I'm hours? Lost. Holy it's, shit. I've listened to a lot of podcasts while just mind-numbingly doing 360 flips over and over again. Oh, my God. It's a really good meditative uh, style of play. People will be proud. I'm playing Yakuza all the time, every day. I'm like... 25 plus to 30 hours in that game now and i'm having a blast i don't is i don't want still I, good it's still good and it's getting better and i don't want to talk about it really until i get towards the end or finish it because i feel like i've summed up my sort of yeah main thoughts so far but do you know what it's worth the 60 do you know what like 
it's so weird. We've talked about story in video games before, right? And how we get disappointed by it. And sometimes, yeah. you know, video game stories just don't, just don't rack up. Mm-hmm. But man, the story for as fucking as kind of stupid as it is in Yakuza, the character development moments are so good. And the characters I- are so great. I love, I love, 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 love the fact that a week ago you were talking about how well the game did issues of like homelessness and and, and urban blight. And then as the week went on, a whole bunch of long ass think pieces on, on Vice and Polygon sure enough showed up about like why Yakuza humanizes the homeless. <laughs> like, I mean- I'm, I'm really, really tickled by, by this game and I'm. I real I I do want to play this more than the others. Like it, it's weird because yeah. like the other games never. Re- I mean, they touched on obviously the the crime underworld of Japan, but they ne- they didn't really touch on like the really sort of like the people who get wrapped up in all of the the side effects of crime, like people who run prostitution, people who sell drugs, people who do this and this. The people who are not actually yakuza who end up being either killed or they lose loads of money or they go to jail like the the people who are on the fringe or the periphery of crime in japan who then end up being cast out by society and then have to sort of fend for themselves like the homeless and like uh people who you know sort of live in the seedy underbelly of japan and yakuza 7 deals with a lot of that and a lot of the first 20 hours you're playing is going through meaning people who work all these shitty jobs in Japan and who are like the other side of society. These people have been cast out from normal Japan. And it shows you that there is a darker side to Japan and that one isn't isn't so great. But the characters and the the people you meet and especially the main characters, I've got to say, like, this is my favorite cast. I love Kiryu. I really do. But you cannot beat Yakuza 7 for like a cast of characters so far. Like all of them. The main party is fucking amazing. And the moment to moment, like you can bond with them and you can go like drinking and then they'll tell you a story over like a a whiskey and stuff like that. And they'll tell you about their backstory. And some of them are really heartbreaking. Like it's really thought out, well written. Almost. It's like a drama. It's like watching a J drama. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. looks like I'm going to have to play some Yakuza. Yeah, I think you would have a great time with it. I think there would be some things that would really annoy you, but I think considering the quality of life changes they made, because it's a, you know, it's a quote, next gen game, right? It runs a lot faster and everything is pretty speedy. The stuff that gets in the way of what makes Yakuza games slow is kind of less there now. Um, mm. I think considering you like RPGs, you will like the battle system. It's a, it's yeah. not as extensive, but it's still pretty fun and you feel like you're beating people up. Um, <laughs> Oh, but, good. but the story, oh, good. like Ka- like Kasuga and Namba, they're, they're so great, and Adachi. And then recently I met the kind of the last party member and like all the story around her, and I'm going through a storyline associated with her right now. And it's like the lengths they'll go to sort of help each other out and do stuff is crazy. And they all hate each other, but then, you know, it's that kind of like, I hate you, but I love you, really. And um, it's great. So this this whole hero dragon hero edition dragon 
Legendary Hero Edition. Which one did you buy? And does it? I I I, I don't know. Like the standard one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You did say you bought the standard one. Okay. I, I don't even know. Hang on. I actually have the Xbox you, you... app on my phone, so I can see what games I have. Oh no, I remember you but saying I, that you had I'm to dig fully, for it. I'm f- I'm fully in. Oh my god! Look at this what guy. Games? Look at this guy. He just Wait, showed his phone, and the Xbox symbol <laughs> just popped. It, it did. I'm fully in. Look, I have 189. Manage installed games. Will it tell me? Well, what what is, what is your achievement? See, points? look, oh, here we go. Look at all the games that are on my Series X. That's a fair amount. That's a fair amount. Uh, my no, it's 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 a new it's a new account actually because I I actually lost mm. my Xbox 360 one. account. Yeah, I lost it. So I this is a new one, and I have I have 895 gamer score, and that's just from me playing Series X games. So I feel that's pretty good. This is not on Game Pass, right? Oh, that's right. That's what I wanted to do. I went. No, to- so there is there's a separate app for Game Pass, oh and then th- through Game Pass you can uh, you can install games. Uh, I don't know, Matt. It just says Yakuza Like a Dragon. So. I think yeah, maybe yeah, I, I think just, it's the standard. I, just, I remember you I telling me it's the standard. What do you think is the first game I've played on Xbox 360? Crackdown 2. Mm-hmm. Crackdown 1. It's a weird one. 3? Two human. Oh, okay. If it's a weird one, I'm going to say... Uh, it's two two human is close. Two human <laughs> is six to last. Burger King, Sneak King. Oh, no. No, I Darn. wish. That would have been a good one. Sure. This one is, this one's not quite as. Elegant. Did you get the Xbox game? Uh, did you get the Xbox Game Pass? Did you get the 360 later in its cycle or more near the beginning? I think l- more later. No, well, no, no. More I later. had the blades. I had, I had the blades. Oh, okay, I, that's pretty early. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. early days. Oh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Mm-mm. All right, so that let me give you a hint. Geometry Wars. Is this? It's a spinoff game from a character that's in an X Men series. Oh, is it the Wolverine game? <gasps> oh, uh, was it? Was it the movie one though? It was the movie one, right? X Men Origin Wolverine. Yes, X-Men that was a good Wolverine. game. Really gory. Yeah. yeah, I remember it was controversial for the M rating. Yeah, it had a lot of gore for a X Men game. The next one is Lego Star Wars, which is quite interesting. Oh, yeah, I was playing always, that with uh, a couple people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill fun. It was chill fun, yeah. Fallout 3 is down at the bottom. GTA is down at the bottom. Red Faction mm-hmm. Gorilla is down at the bottom. Show us Mass Effect and Two Human. Hey, your favorite game of all time. Big fave. Yeah. I got 60,000 achievement points. Jesus Whoa. Christ. Whoa. Big gamer score Matt over here. Big gamer score Matt. Swinging his big gamer store around. <laughs> I haven't. I, it's because I used to actually like go through all these and get the achievements. Now I barely do that. Like I'm looking at all the games I recently played. Barely got achievement points for these things. How, how, how do we get this list? I, I want to see what mine is. Oh, it's on the Game Pass. I, I'm using my original oh, Xbox. Oh, wow. You carried it over onto... Oh, that's yeah, so absolutely. cool. I wish I did that. I, it's logged into my computer. Yeah. I wish I cared about gamer school uh, like I did when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed like you it. You gotta I get really those achievements. Yeah. I do still like hearing the pop from Game the Pass. Boop. Boop. Yeah, I, I, I do. But in Yakuza, I got really annoyed because I've had a few achievements pop while subtitles are on the screen, and then I have to literally pause the cutscene 
to wait for the pop of the achievement thing to go away, so then I can carry on reading the subtitles. <laughs> like, it just gets directly in the way. It pops up from the bottom of the screen, covers the subtitles, and I'm like, yo, dude, chill out. <laughs> I'm trying, oh, to, I'm trying oh to watch a cutscene. I'm just having nostalgia. My first one was Dead Rising. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. One. that was that was my first. That and Crackdown. yeah, that that was kind of a system seller, as I recall, like, with that the was, tiny yeah. tiny text that nobody could read. Oh, only on SD TVs if you were a, a peasant. I was a oh peasant. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for you. I, I bought a, a um, I bought a computer monitor adapter, so I wouldn't have to put up with that shit because I didn't have an HD TV until like a few years ago, actually. Oh man. 360, a good time. Series X, also a good time. Surprisingly, I'm really enjoying it. Man, I, I'm all nostalgic for Dead Rising now. Thanks. Yep, time to, time to load it up. Shame where that series went. Time to I, yeah, so, well, there you go. You know, playing old Halo games is a, a, a nostalgia trip for all. I am enjoying the fact that there are just 360 games within reach that I can play. I installed SSX as well, but I haven't played it yet. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. Ooh, the nostalgic land is being hit every day, and I don't care. I'll bow to its whims. It's good fun. I I don't think I'm looking at the same list as you guys, though. It's not as uh, comprehensive as I'd like. Well, mine mine is brand new, so mine doesn't have anything. I wish I could find my old. What <gasps> Mac? What is it? What is your game? What is your game attack name? I still kept it. I want to change it. Um, oh come on! Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> when I, when this, <laughs> when I first got my gamer tag, right, it was when I was in a, I want to say the real story. I was in a homeless shelter, right? Oh my God. And we had like a little rec room and I was like the only one like working and there was mm. a bunch of kids that lived next to us. Like it was like rooms, room based. Mm. It was a homeless shelter that you can actually have like a room for each family. And okay. we had like a rec room where we did art with the art teacher and shit like that. And I used to, I got an Xbox. And in that Xbox, <gasps> I had to make gamer tag to go online because we were playing Halo and shit. <laughs> and, um, you know, so I, I would basically like have like, like something for the kids to play. And they were, they were like a little bit younger than me at the time. Um, this was like around uh, after high school. So we we're all like, 18 17 i just picked something at random and it was what they used my name it was watchful matt right watchful matt watchful matt that's good watch for matt hmm. yeah um so i was like okay that that works whatever and then eventually like a a, a couple years down the line i switched it to watch format <laughs> like watch, watch format like as i in said watch format huh no, no, no number. Just watch format. Watch format. And that's been my name for years, dude. Watch format. Watch format. Yeah, yeah. And and people used to all oh, back in the days, man, people used to make we used to do jokes on people's names. It's like, oh, we gotta watch format, huh? We gotta watch format, huh? All right, yeah. <laughs> and they used to say that be in the pre lobby and we dust them and <gasps> it'll be like yeah you gotta watch for me bro you gotta watch for me like, it's oh man i love i love the old days talking shit gears of what war you, lobbies George? were great uh, what, was your, what was your what was your game attack your 360 game attack name uh i think it's uh riff one bw like it is uh, okay a lot of other other platforms 
it's 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 an ancient name stemming back from from a time before time. So I have I've uh, never been somebody who sticks with a gamer tag. Like I oh do no, now. I, I was, keep it super I was generic. 11. I was 11 when I came up with that name. <laughs> and that was so, my MSN account on a 56k modem that gradually <laughs> migrated over to all the other Microsoft stuff. Mm. It went from MSN to Hotmail to Xbox. <laughs> so I I get like I mean mine now is pretty standard and has been for a few years and I keep it that way now. Um it's some variation of just my name and then some other stuff after it. But when I was I got a 360 when I was in uni, I had a PS3 for most of the time. So I didn't get a 360 until pretty late, probably when Halo Reach came out actually, maybe 2008. Oh wow. No, yeah. Halo Reach was like a 2011 game. Like that was maybe yeah, but it, it was it was like my first year of university, so it was pretty late into the into that. I already I had a PS3 for a while, so um, and then it the idea of making a game attack was like super exciting because I knew everybody got achievements, and I was just stuck with trophies, and I didn't want to copy my stupid PSN name, which was my weeby name. Um, <laughs> so I, I lived in a house in a in university, and we all skateboarded. So at the time we said the word steez. I don't know. Do you say that in America? Steez, like S T E E Z E. I, steez. I I don't know what you kids are talking about. It was like in skating or something. It was like if you did a trick, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, dude, that was so steez. Like, like that was awesome." It basically meant. But I always misheard it as cheese. <laughs> That's like, cute. I thought people were like, oh, cheese, like, that was so cheese. I don't know, like, maybe it was, like, shit or something, or maybe it was just, like, easy. But no, it was Steez, so my gamer tag was Steez on Toast, the most British misnomer of a name I could come up with. And that's the one that's dead to the world now, it seems. Which is a shame, good old Steez on Toast. Time to retire. I've seen you be Steez on Toast. No, I know, that's the thing, right? Like, I didn't have an Xbox One, so completely skipped the previous generation so it went from now and i tried to get a hold of that count but it seems like i just couldn't whatever email address or whatever i used for it at the time has now just disappeared to the world so steez on toast is retired i wonder if you still have to call in a phone number to cancel an xbox live subscription there was a time where you had to transfer them right like there was an email going around or something i can't i can't remember Back in the day when I canceled mine, I had to like tell a lady on the phone why. And I remember telling her like, I don't know. I just seem to be like getting older. I don't have as much time for it anymore. And it's not not, not as thrilling as it used to be. I think I'm just, just outgrowing it. And she was on the other side of the phone going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We hear that a lot. And now it's like 10 years later. And no, I fucking haven't. <laughs> still here. <laughs> I'm still talking about video games. Every week on the podcast and, and occasionally making videos. This week I'm going to be doing a Games for My Inbox finally, which will have a little, the, the, the silly ending rant about um, Curse to Golf. Oh my god, I featured in a bunny hop video. But before we get to that, I, uh, yeah, I think time, it's about bro. time to, it's about time to start begging the question if, uh, if, if you should stay or you should go. If uh, there'll be trouble, or if you'll make it double, 
How how are you, how are you feeling, Liam? How's your how's your head? I was pretty. I, I mean, I'm I'm a tired boy, but I was pretty sleepy. But then I saw both of your faces. Oh, I, I woke up. So so let's just skip the news. Let's just like run. Back. <laughs> it's fun news this week. We got two. One bad topic, one fun topic. It's fine. I, I, we can do it fast. But yeah, yeah, Liam, how, how, how are you feeling? Because before the podcast, you were, you said you were fading. You were, you I were was, dozing. I was fading. I mean, today's been, today's been one of those game development days, guys. That will be mm-hmm. those fabled days, those long yes, days. Sir. Whether or not you stick around for the video game news, you do have some dad and sons news for us. I do. And yeah. I, wish we, I wish we did some sort of jingle of this, but I will just maybe in the future. But uh, oh my God, guys, it's happened. Coming, hopefully pending approval and bureaucracy is dad and sons merchandise. Dun, dun, dun. Wow! Whoa, and the design is really good. I mean, yes. really good. We have T-shirts, but the design can be printed onto anything you like: hoodies, T-shirts, mm. sweatshirts, mm. crew shirts, mm. children's T-shirts, mm. mugs, mm. masks. Because oh <laughs> we're living in a 2020 pandemic world. Mm. We have all that you can cater for going on from the winter to the spring to the summer and it's going to be coming to you live at tpublic.com forward slash dad and sons i believe don't quote me on that look for links in the discord (laughs) and the twitter and everything like that our first ever designs as matt mentioned the designs are fantastic they are by our community manager zig posca emmanuel thank you so much uh he's done an incredible job Two different designs, one colored variation, one black and white variation. It is the Dad Select shirt. Choose your dad. The three of us in our in our in our natural habitats. Yeah. <laughs> Me getting a hernia, Matt finishing games, and George <laughs> struggling to play VR with Wiimotes. Oh, I look buff in this. I, I look muscular. I We all look mm, super buff. Matt mm. has like smoke coming from his like control and his hands. It I, is incredible. I don't understand how he got that right. Cause that's that's literally like I have my my keyboard in front of me, which I also use, and then I have my <laughs> my controller. Like this is weird. It was just weird. Like like right here, I can show you guys. Like literally, this is my setup right here. It's, almost, it's like he's been inside my room. I was like, he heard it. Wait, wait, what? I heard the sounds of your setup. Oh I, I I just want to point out like some some details. Like I mean, we got the smoking coming off Matt's. Like you know, him finishing games is incredible. I, I want to point out a couple of details in each of us. One, Matt's beard in this is. <laughs> Mwah, it's magnifique it is truly a representative of matt's beard uh george's hair looks exactly like george's hair does in real life which is oh, incredible thanks. and you have me popping a hernia uh with that face <laughs> oh, uh, of me so it truly represents the three dads it is the dad selection uh you can print it onto anything the t public store will go up but it will be out by the time you hear this podcast, if all has gone well, go to tpublic.com forward slash dad and sons and you should be able to find it. That's it. We have much. We did it. We got off our asses and did it. And the design is fantastic. We really took our time with it. And uh, yeah, big, big thanks to Zig Bosca for their awesome design. On with the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You uh, 
just just to double confirm, you think you think you can stay awake through through the following problematic news story? Well, I just took a look at the shirts again, and I'm like, I'm I'm pumped. How can I how can I not be here? You know what? Instead of going straight into Nintendo being dicks, let's do a wee bit of a more positive spin, and that is the IO Interactive James Bond game they've teased. <laughs> is that shit not the coolest? That is shit is the coolest. That shit is the coolest. What a perfect blend of two, like two things. I know I am not the only one. And Matt and Matt Matt made a video back in the day for Hitman 2016 where you noticed the same thing. Hitman nowadays has pretty much turned into like yeah. the James Bond game that we've yeah. always been wanting. Yeah, I, 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 I oof. it's going to be good. It's gonna be good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be good. so good. Yeah, like rarely, we're like I don't know. You know, most of the time we we kind of be like, oh, okay, you know, we'll wait till it comes out. But like that just sounds, it just sounds too perfect. It just sounds oh, too yeah. perfect. It's Hitman. Oh, yeah. The guys who make Hitman, they they they're, they're good. <laughs> they're good. They make Hitman they games, do. and and there's so many ways to do things. That's exactly what you want in James Bond 007 game. And right? and, and when you watch a James Bond movie. It's it's most of the movie is is basically like like James Bond being kind of a dick to everyone in a bunch of wacky disguises. But that's what I'm so interested <laughs> in, right? Obviously, 47 doesn't really talk that much, quite a mm -hmm. stoic character. Whereas James mm -hmm. Bond is this quippy, mm -hmm. jokey one-liner of a of a guy who kills people ruthlessly but then ends it with a pun. How are they going to pull that off? That's when I, 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 if you can kill somebody and when you kill them, you, you time a button press and you say a pun at the same time, I'm going to be in heaven. Like you throw somebody in a freezer and you're like, stay cool, bitch. Mm. <laughs> As they die, that would be the true James Bond experience. I don't know if the, the, the gendered slur was necessary, but right. they have to get a very charismatic voice actor. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so what, what 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 do you think? Like, do they do a current Bond or do they do a new one? Because I kind of want them to do a new Bond. New, new. I I, I, don't I could to... I could go either way. I I, I don't care mean... about the actor. They they scan in. Oh, you're talking about using uh, what's his name? Craig Daniel Craig. Yeah, like a likeness. So the story. No, no, no. The story one. is a prequel. So the story is a prequel before he's 007. The the story is about him getting his 00 status, according to IO. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool as fuck. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Wasn't that what Casino Royale was about, though? No, I mean, Casino Royale in the beginning, the guy he shoots when it's all black and white, that is his 007 status kill. The guy in the bathroom, and then the guy in the office. He says, like... Don't worry, Bond, because the second kill is considerably more, and then Bond just shoots him, and Bond goes, yes, considerably, <laughs> and then walks out. Oh my god, wait, we just, we totally I glossed over a huge controversy. The next actor for James Bond is a black woman? No, I don't think what? anything has been confirmed about who is the next Bond yet. This is brand new news out November 5th on Esquire.com. No. Lashana Lynch confirms she is James Bond's new 007. Haters be damned. Whoa. Whoa. That, th th wait, th wait, th wait. How is yeah, she I'll, gonna... I'll, I'll post a link. I'll post a link. I'm so wondering how that's gonna... Like, how they're gonna do it. 
Oh, that's right. She is in this one. Right? <laughs> oh, I can't believe they fucking went there. <laughs> no, she's she's no this. She's in the new movie. Yeah, she is. And yeah. she gets 007. She is reason. James Bond's new 007. So what is she going to be called? Jane Bond? I don't know. Well, 007 is just this the what James Bond's code sign, right? Like his yeah. Alec Baldwin was obviously Alec Baldwin. Alec Trevelyan. <laughs> Sean Bean was 006. In my mind, I'm imagining Agent 47 as a sassy black woman with a sense of humor, like shouting one-liners after tossing people off ledges and poisoning their sushi. And it's fucking hilarious, and I kind of love it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Why does she have to be sassy? What is this? I I I don't know. Um, oh, okay. I mean James Bond. Because the James humor, Bond's the humor, right? Sassy James Bond himself anyway. is sassy. <laughs> James right, Bond yeah. himself is. Oh, don't help sassy. him! Don't help him, Liam. <laughs> Let him fall I, into that I hole. Know. I know. I, I yeah. <laughs> he doesn't help himself sometimes. Look, that's fine. So so, anyways, uh, yeah. IO Interactive, Hitman people, making a James Bond game. It's the the gameplay, the humor of the studio. It matches so much better. With the brand and the like first person genocide quantity shooters that have been given the James Bond license before in the past. Yeah, I I, I would love to see a James Bond game that gamifies the social aspect of that character over the the action scenes in the last 10 minutes of the movie that get stretched out into these huge shooter games that that the the character traditionally gets. This is cool. This is good. This is going to be fine. On to Nintendo. Nintendo was being a, a meanie big bully boy about mm. a Super Smash Brothers mm. Melee tournament, which is a very familiar story that we've heard a couple times before. In this case, there's a new coronavirus spin on the story. The stickler is the tournament using emulators and ISOs. Uh, mm. The organization was called The Big House, and they were going to be um, scheduling a online Melee tournament using an emulator called Slippy. Slippy has some modifications in it that um, make Melee more friendly for online play. They change some menus and stuff in the game. Makes Melee mainly more, but you mean it makes it online. Melee was never online. Well, you could do net play before in the past, before Slippy. But it's probably better, right? With Slippy, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Sl- Slippy's a new, a new thing from this year. Yeah, yeah, that, but I thought it was like a revolution. But uh, anyway, d- 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 besides the point. Nintendo issued a cease and desist to the big house, specifically citing that Slippy was the reasoning why this time. And I went on the website and checked Slippy out, and they don't host any isos of the game which is technically the illegal part it's been ruled in court emulators are legal what's not legal is downloading pirated copies of the game and the presumption i'm guessing nintendo's lawyers had here is that for an online tournament using emulators they're probably going to be using pirated copies of smash versus the more traditional fighting game community tournament where they're playing on original hardware with original copies which still has got seasons assists and take downs by Nintendo before back in 2013 they did this when um Evo was going to have a melee tournament that only existed in the schedule out of a um slot they won from a charity fundraising contest where they they raised up like $96,000 for breast cancer research since then Nintendo ended up reversing the decision and 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 were allowing tournaments now they've gone back 
And it's because of the presumption of, of emulators and ISOs being involved. <sighs> it's I, I don't understand. Like, yeah, like, who's... Well, yeah, I, 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 they, uh, Nintendo are notorious about you modifying their games, right? And this is technically... A, um, this is technically a modification. Yeah, to, it's it's like a build of an emulator that includes modifications. You gotta remember, right? Like, what is it? Four years ago, five years ago, when like everybody was complaining about Nintendo like sending Evo legal threats because Nintendo were like four or five years behind every company about streaming, like mm-hmm. for live events. Like they would not allow Melee, they wouldn't allow Smash. And it took them so long to then embrace that. And it wasn't until oh, basically Smash 4 came out. I mean, during COVID as well, it's like, come on, considering how much virality you've seen through stuff like Animal Crossing about people sharing and, and streaming Nintendo stuff. Like, fuck, who can even buy a copy of Melee these days? There's there's a surprising, I don't know if it's surprising anymore. There is a portion of fans that are like defending their decision to protect their copyright. But at the end of the day, you got to think about like, what money are they making as a company by doing this and slash or what product are we getting as a consumer from them doing this? I don't see how this benefits either side of the equation. In this instance, it's just, I imagine straight up Nintendo just, this is in our, when you sign whatever agreement it is, the user agreement, like it's just in there and they have to activate that legally. The presumption is that this stuff is usually allowed to happen until they say it's not. Yeah, but we've seen with fan, like, we're talking about modifications of a game, right? Like, you think of every fan project, Nintendo fan project, you think of the amazing Metroid 2 one a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, uh, all of the different, like, fan games of the Nintendo immediately, cease and desist, straight away. It, it's lame. One of my favorites is really hard to find. If, if you've ever heard of Super Mario Brothers X, it was this wonderful mashup of uh, Zelda, Mario, Metro, and Kirby NES mm. assets plugged into a Game Maker game. That was had co-op that worked better than the new Super Mario Brothers series. And that shit is like, I think you have to go on the Wayback Machine to a CNET download page that was last updated in 2009 to find a copy of that game. And then the guy went on to make Terraria and had his own happy ending. But it still sucks that like a lot of early projects from young people early in their careers who don't know the ins and outs of the copyright law here will get. It is a bit disappointing in this case, though, that the big house, right, obviously they've been around for a while, like five or so years now, didn't reach out to Nintendo to talk about it first. Would you really want to open that box, though? I'd almost rather be ignorant. Usually when you're running an event, you usually partner with the the game developer, like people who run like Halo events usually have used to have Bungie or Microsoft involved and stuff like that. Usually you would like League of Legends events are not going to go ahead without Riot involved in some way, shape or form. And it's not about, it's more about just checking, right? Especially if something new is stuff. I mean, this is not me defending Nintendo at all. I think this is super lame, but in terms of like all of the rigmarole of hosting an event and creating it and trying to do it and then not actually reaching out and being like, Hey, Nintendo, is this going to be okay before we go ahead with this? But, uh, uh, they have developed a reputation of somewhat as a dragon you don't want to poke when it comes to fan-made community projects. It is a bit it is a bit like no face company, which we don't really have in 2020, right? Like every company has a community manager or somebody that is like a, a face 
entity that you can associate with that company for better or for worse. They do some dumb shit, though. They don't want to be the head of that. No one wants to be the head of that dumb shit that they'd be doing. Mm. But that's the thing with Nintendo, right? It's still a mysterious... Beyond, like, you know, the the management, you know, the Reggie Fils-Aimés back in the past, the, there's no, like, specific, you know, entities that you can go complain to, which is that that's when you can twist company arm, right? The more mysterious you are, the more, like, you look like a big machine like Nintendo does, the, the harder it is to be able to twist stuff like this into getting it to go forward, which is a bit disappointing. There is a, a fairly clean and concise quote from their spokesperson. Nintendo appreciates the love and dedication the fighting game community has for the Super Smash Bros. series. We have partnered with numerous Super Smash Bros. tournaments in the past. Unfortunately, the upcoming Big House tournament announced plans to host an online tournament that requires use of illegally copied versions of the game in conjunction with the mod called Slippy during their online event. Nintendo therefore contacted the tournament organizers to ask them to stop. They refused, leaving Nintendo no choice but to step in to protect its intellectual property and brands. Nintendo cannot condone or allow piracy of its intellectual property. I mean, there you go, right? <laughs> Fuck that. No, no, but but the court case that the, these rules have been laid out since 1999 in a court case between Sony and Bleem. And the rules were that that emulators are legal and, and ISOs and ROMs of the games are legal so long as you have an original copy. So the, the statement that it requires a illegally copied version of the game, I don't think really holds water when you can dump, if you really freaking want to, if you want, if you as the tournament organizer want to make sure everything's in the clear, you really, you could dump your own copy of Melee onto your own ISO and like hold it there next to the computer with like the barcode in view of a webcam or something like there there should be some loophole here ah. but it must be it must be the way slippy runs i don't know how it works i don't know how slippy works but it must be the way slippy works to it must be emulating a, a pirated version of the game right just the iso on a server or something. I don't think so. When you go to the Slippy website, they aren't hosting an ISO. The download is something like 20 megabytes. It's not... The game... Melee can't possibly be in those 20 megabytes. I don't know. It sounds like something is... Oh, it's 9 Slippy. megabytes. Sounds like Nintendo, really. Sounds like Nintendo. I think this is more Nintendo than anything else. But it's like it's like torrents, right? Torrents are legal. Like, torrent clients are legal. BitTorrent is legal, but... The torrenting itself, the act of the torrenting and stuff like that mm -hmm. is what's illegal. I don't know. I mean, it's just software. Yeah, the, the presumption is that there would have been illegal copies being used to facilitate the event. But I feel like and the, the, the organizers might not have gone this extra step, but there would be a way in the concrete reality of the universe to make sure that there aren't illegal copies of the game being distributed. And then, well, uh, when it also comes it, to it, Super Smash Brothers, you got to like consider is Parsec illegally pirating a copy of Smash? Because I've played, I've played Smash with other people on their copy through Parsec when it's like streamed to me and I'm playing it on my machine with no copy of my own. So what's, what's the legality of that? I don't know, it must be something to do with the way Slippy works. Like Nintendo must have looked at it. Because otherwise, I don't, I don't know what legal stance they'd be able to send a cease and desist otherwise, right? I don't think Nintendo would send a cease and desist if they didn't have legal grounds to do so. Uh, um, well, I mean, they, they can because they're a big company and there's no way they can, uh, mm. the big house can afford a lawyer to fight fucking 
That's what happened to Bleem. Bleem won the court case, but they still shut down because they couldn't afford the legal fees versus Sony. Yeah, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They're a big company. That's what big companies do. They bully. Oh, that's the thing, right? The law itself there is benefits everybody who makes software that, you know, has to protect it. It's just that it does allow for bigger companies to abuse it when needs be, right? Piracy sucks uh, in general for game developers. But it, 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 I feel like in this instance, it's a case of like Nintendo reached out to them to, and they said no. So then they had to send a seasons season desist, but if there was like a back and forth dialogue about what are the issues, maybe you can get around them. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of, well, it's Nintendo being lame, but the full site, if like you're running an event with something you know is maybe going to be a piss Nintendo off, I don't know, feels also kind of like a stupid idea, but I don't know. It's complicated. Corona has fucked up a lot of these, 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 competitions and stuff like that and that's them trying to find a way to return to some type of normalcy and yet it still feels like a blast from the past this feels like a story from a few years ago we've gone through so much over the past year and despite all we've gone through nintendo still doesn't doesn't know how twitch works yeah so i don't know because i'm reading through slippy and it has portable replay files so it's doing something to the melee code itself to be able to gather that data so it is modifying the game yeah but is that illegal if you have but it's not modifying your game so it must be modifying something that is a version of melee so and if it's even if it's just one it's an iso of melee that's a pirated version or an unsanctioned version then i don't know the the stickler i'm I'm getting at is that they're not hosting a pirated version of the game anywhere on this site Speaking of delusional, the Game Awards. Uh, Yeah, the Game (laughs) Awards. We get to talk about the Game Awards again. I think this is the the third time. I I can't wait to see these lists, George. Please, please. I can't wait to to hear The Last of Us as part of the fucking game. Have been been announced. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel really out of touch when I look at this Game of the Year list. And then when I look Mm -hmm. at the multiplayer and indie list, like I'm like, oh yeah, I have been playing games this year after all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, game of the year. Are 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 you ready guys? Nope. Last of Us Part 2. Okay. That, uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Stretch. Now we're stretching. Hades, Hades. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doom Eternal. Now we're really stretching. Okay. Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> no idea why that's on there. I do. I know 100% why. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. It is there because of COVID. <laughs> it's like one of the most played games of the year. It's the highest yeah, because game of, of the year. COVID. Popularity contest. <laughs> it's a popularity contest. This is the first time I've actually played every game on a game of the year list. I played all those games. You are the and opposite of me. It is weird because I do feel like none of them really a game of the year. Like Hades yeah. is the, probably the best. Animal Crossing is the game of 2020. Like that's, but that's a different thing. Yeah, that begs the question: Is the game of the year the best game of the year, or just the game that evokes the year? <laughs> I 
I, I hate this shit. Oh, all right. Next it. category. Yeah, Best please. game direction, which is apparently a different category. Oh, my God. We're not going to read all of these, are we? There's fucking like 40 of them. Jesus. Wait, are you ready the same for the thing. list? It's literally the same thing. <laughs> Last of Us Part 2. Oh, my God. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. And then Half-Life Alex shows up. This you know that you, you know there's been other games this year, right? Like there's been other games. I just want to say that there's been other games this year. Well, the best narrative might have been The Last of Us Part 2, Final oh. Fantasy 7 Remake. Oh my god. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my Hades. God. Oh my god. And then 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim shows up. From what I've heard, it's that sounds like 13 Sentinels should win that. Is it good? I haven't played it myself. I patch wolf said it was good. I don't know, man. When I saw the naked teenagers and the robots, I kind of clued out. Eh. It's a vanilla wear game. What'd you expect? However, from what I have seen of Aegis Rim, I believe it might have been a better contender for the next category, Best Art Direction. Mm-hmm. Last of Us Part 2, Final Fantasy VII Remake, <laughs> Ghosts of Tsushima, and Hades. And then Ori and Will of the Wisp shows up because they're feeling like, you know, a little, a little diversity to spice up their life. Woo! You'll never, ever guess in a million years what the nominees for best music are. Oh my god, please. please. Oh, can, we just part the, two. can we just skip to the one that has different, like Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Hades, and Last of Us Part Two, featuring almost every single category. We have to go long down the list to get a, a category that does not have these same four games. And it's, can, it's comical. Can, 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 we, can we forgive me if we just go to best indie for a second? All right, can, all right. Can you, best can indie, you read, best indie. Can you read out best indie? Uh, carry on. Matt, Matt would support that, right? Uh, it's good. It's, it's different. I don't know if it's best indie. I don't know if it's best indie, yeah. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. No, no, no. See, now, see, I, 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 I pick bones with that because I'm never, ever, ever going to allow you to fucking say an indie game that was made by like a hundred plus people should be in the indie category. I was wondering if you'd have something about that. Yeah, it doesn't get, doesn't out of really, Hades really is made by me. like 15 people. No, come on. That's a bit more like it. Cyberpunk is going to be best indie next year. Cyberpunk is going to be best indie next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hades is, is another Definitely. best indie contender. Definitely, yeah. And, and I, I do believe it qualifies in the most technical sense, because wasn't it actually self-published this time? I think it's always self-published, wasn't it? When they used Warner Brothers for Bastion. Hades, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Hades. Yeah, Supergiant yeah. publish all their own games. They yeah, do they exclusive platforms sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, can, I don't play Spelunky, but I can see why it would be on that list. Like, I, I respect it from a distance. I respect <laughs> it. Like, I know a lot of work goes into that. I will never be able to play that game. I will only play with somebody else, but that's pretty much it. I'm surprised that Spiritfarer shows up. Now now this is this no is this, this is. is good news finally. I don't know what Spiritfarer is. This is cool an I award show was... shining a light on something I don't know about, isn't that the yeah. point? Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty popular. I w- I wouldn't say it's like out of nowhere. It's That's definitely how out of the loop I am. Something you would expect. Yeah. Pretty I've pretty never seen pretty game. Oh, you can build but a boat. 
now I know what Spirit Fair is. Yeah. I'll put this on a list. This is this looks cool. Do you guys oh. do you guys want to hear about the the VR category? Yeah, that seems interesting. Half-Life Alex is there as least surprising. Star Wars Squadrons as well. And they also included Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which I've heard a lot of good about. Uh Dreams, which is a PSVR thing, and then Marvel's Iron Man VR, which is also a PSVR exclusive thing. Mm. I mean, yeah. This is a lot of stuff I haven't seen. Also, um, Last of Us Part Two, Hades, and and Ghost of Tsushima are are not on that list. Thank God. I I just I can't get over how many duplicates there are in these first like eight categories. I do understand Last of Us too. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. That game. That game. That game is it is a lot. That that's a lot. That game is a lot. Best game direction, maybe, but best audio. I don't know. I don't like, know if best it's best game? everything. That's not what I'm saying. I don't get know if it's best here. everything, but like performance wise ashley johnson should probably get that shit fuck fuck that i would say she's in a running for sure there's no way lots of us shouldn't be on that list how, how did you feel about uh, daisuke suji as uh the the ghost of tsushima i, I never play ghosts because you everyone told me it was just like ass creed and i just don't feel like playing another assassin's creed so i'll play it eventually on ps5 so it <laughs> that's the thing is like i think people i think ghost of tsushima really could be one of the better games of of like the now if you play it on ps5 in 60 frames and don't have the experience of dropping all the time because i think ghost of tsushima is far better than any assassin's creed game i've played yeah like playing valhalla and the beginning of it it's so fucking slow compared to something like ghost of tsushima and the combat feels so shit Compared to Ghost of Tsushima, personally, in terms of his performance, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. think uh, Ghost of Tsushima is winning any awards on the uh, on the old uh, like cutscenes and performance. If anything, Yakuza Seven should be fucking best performance for people. Uh, you got Yakuza in the best RPG category. So this is weird, right? Because you got best role playing game, right? And you right. have best action game, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla's there, and Yakuza like a dragon's there. But wh- where's like Demon Souls and and stuff like that? Where what yeah, is the category for? Yeah, what's the I, I I was about to think maybe they didn't make it in time, but Yakuza and Demon Souls came out around the same time, didn't they? Like, well, yeah, same same week. As, uh, uh, I mean, Valhalla came out on the same day as Demon Souls, I think. Yeah, I'm not seeing like a lot of PlayStation Five exclusive. Yeah, stuff, Miles like... Morales is the Miles Morales is there. Genshin Impact? What is this bullshit? What is what is this on there? I mean, I mean, it was a decent game. I mean, it, it's played like by a hundred million people. <laughs> it's a decent game, but I don't. Oh my god, Wasteland Three, good game, good game. Best sim strategy, Crusader King Street. Okay, okay, it's fine. The the award show is saved. <laughs> it's there. Strategy. That's all. That's all oh, I okay. care about. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not many, right? Like they even have Gears Tactics and 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 fucking oh, yeah, okay. Gears best sim strategy. Game. Yeah, yeah. XCOM. I didn't know they had another XCOM. Desperados. Best sports game. We we know these guys, right? We. I know, man. Like, oh, look, yeah. F1 2020 is there. FIFA 21. Oof. Look at me. It's, it's my favorite. Pro, Tony Hawk's Pro, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Best sports slash racing game. <laughs> what I want to... 
the best fighting the best fighting fighting is is interesting yeah 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 same i was looking at that i was like uh i don't know if i've blue fantasy versus mortal kombat 11 ultimate a game that came out a couple of years ago street fighter 5 champion edition a game that came out years ago Mm -hmm. one punch man a hero nobody knows a game that nobody liked that came out and under night in birth x later what CLR. <laughs> how how do you say that? Yeah. Undernight in birth exe late color. It's, it's good Kalor. to see Among Us in best multiplayer. I know that's good. Warzone, I can see why that's on there. Mm-hmm. It it is fun, even though, you know. Best content creator of the year? What is this? What is this? That's right, they have this, right? Uh, and then you get to the Tim? esports section. Alana's Alana's cool. Well, yeah. Does she actually create content though? Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't anymore. She just joined Sony Santa Monica, right? Oh, okay. But she spent the past year making good YouTube videos. Yeah, I think she'll get it. I was reminded when making this list of how much better the GDC awards show is. But yeah. Uh, uh... Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Game Awards, at least Keeley's honest about it. I mean, the problem is the, to fund this show, there has to be adverts and adverts and always make it feel disingenuous. This list feels disingenuous. I don't know. It always does. List. It always does. No, this list feels like what we'd expect. It's got The Last of Us. It's got Doom. It's got Final Fantasy. Oh, it's yeah. it's got every big AAA release of this year in it. That's how the Game Awards have worked every year. Yeah, it's what you'd expect if you have low expectations set by years upon years of of this popularity contest bullshit being the normal now. There's like actually no reason to fucking watch the show. That, that that's what I'm saying. Like I never watch the show because I look at this and I'm just like, this seems boring to me. And and every time I watch the GDC award, I have I have a blast. I, I always love the show. I, I love what a spotlight they shine on the workers, how they do an obituary segment. Like, uh, I don't know what they did this year. It was broadcasted online. But last year, they had a little segment about, like, the random black guy in the back of the Coleco office who invented game cartridges. And you're like, wow, how would I have known about that guy otherwise? Yeah. It's just the same as always, right? Let's be fair. They awarded Sekiro as the best game last year. So there is some legitimacy <laughs> to the old Keelys. It is always just the AAA titles. That's mm. it. And, I mean, that's just what it is. I hope Hades wins or I hope Animal Crossing wins. But the, Hades, I, Hades I, think, I, think, I think Hades might win. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know people hate me, but Last of Us 2 or Hades, I'm down with. Final Fantasy was unfinished, <laughs> but I enjoyed it, but it was unfinished. But either one of those two, I'm fine, totally fine with. This this happened in the middle of the year, but I'm going through the winners of the GDC Game Developers Choice Awards from this year. And the game of the year they picked is certainly a surprise. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, but it was it was earlier <laughs> this year, so it was the back of last year. So it's not actually this year. Still, though... I fucking hated that game. Um, <laughs> uh, best design got Baba is You, and that's something that would not happen in in the Jeff Keighley Awards. Yeah, because uh, GDC is the game developers conference. It's yeah, game developers voting good. on other games. Good. It's not. It's, not uh, it's, it's what I want. 
Well, that's because you're part of the industry, I guess. Yeah, they gave a Pioneer Award to Roberta Williams. For, yeah, for hell yeah. Inventing adventure games. You mean people people actually pay attention to what goes on in the industry and re- reward people for actual work? I don't know what game of the year is this year. I played a lot of different random stuff this year. I really enjoyed Crusader Kings 3. I'm really enjoying Yakuza 7. Um... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at my I, list. My list is kind of small for for. Wait, so when's when does the award show happen? That means the Dad Awards must be coming up soon. Shit. Uh, the Keeleys are going to be Thursday, December 10th. Okay, so we've got a couple of weeks before we have to do the Dad Awards again and decide what we think is the righteous, the me, right game me, of the year. Let me get cracking on that. Uh, that Yakuza then. <laughs> You're gonna finish it before me, and that and that makes me really sad. <laughs> I'm gonna have to download this this sucker right now, boy. Yeah, I'll have to decide if it's gonna be Hades or Star Wars for me. Did you beat Hades? Yeah, he played a lot of it. Do you remember? He he was playing for ages on his Switch. I I talked about how I shamefully, then not so shamefully, made use of the God mode to to get to the end of it in time. To make oh, okay. So you didn't actually beat it. Is what oh, you're my fucking God. All right. Let's move on to listener questions. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to send in your, your comments or suggestions or questions or quandaries, uh, mail them into dad and sons podcast gmail.com. Uh, but but I, I wanted to propose a new rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hum- humble mm-hmm. listeners, w- w- what if they ask us questions about anything? It doesn't have to be about games anymore. What, what, what if these questions can be about life and well, love I, I've, and jobs? I've always said that. Do it yourself. I've always said that. I, I, I second that now. But people have. So, so, a- ask us. Ask us people how have. to. Yeah, people, people have. Yeah, people have. Asked. Ask us how to fix a, a clogged drain in your sink. Do any of us know how to? <laughs> Relationship questions for George. Ask us how to spruce up your resume if you are are are, are no, trying to no, get a, a fun don't. part-time job. Please don't. <laughs> I'm over that just part please. of my life, and I'm very happy that I'm over that. Just, part of my just, life. just no more crunch questions. Like did that last week. Thanks to everybody who commented about it. Like we're done now. We're done on that. We're done on industry problems. <laughs> so <laughs> for like a year. In 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 the spirit of of getting a little freestyle with it, we we have our first question from Giganticus Musicus, mm-hmm. who says, "I don't keep my toothbrush in my bathroom because of poo particles." Curious if George does the same. Wait, what? So where do you put it? Uh, good question. Thank you, Giganticus Musicus. I I have traditionally kept my my toothbrush in a zipped bag, a, a travel bag that I'll I'll keep on in the bathroom by the sink for for convenience to make sure there is a solid sealed barrier between the poo particle infected air and the toothbrush itself. However, I I've recently upgraded to a plastic tube that uh you you know sometimes we buy a toothbrush and it comes in a plastic tube underneath all the packaging. I've I've decided to keep it around this time to form a, a hard membrane between the poo particle layer and the toothbrush that goes in my mouth thank you giganticus musicus how about you guys no i I live in japan so my toilet is nowhere near my sink or shower it's in a completely separate room so you never brush your teeth with the like spout that comes out the other end when you flush the toilet nope my toilet is completely in a separate room to 
my toothbrush, which is in my bathroom. Japanese I, I, people do I not understand that. how we put toilets in the same area as baths and showers. Because the poo particles. You don't want to shower yeah. yourself in poo particles. Well, yeah. so I, I didn't even think about this question, but then I was like, well, I guess it just uh, Japan answered it for me. I, my, mine, but, is this, mine is just charging. Charging in the corner. Yeah. I have a long bathroom at the other end. Is my toothbrush? The other is my. I play bowls in my bathroom. It's so long. <laughs> so long. Yeah, so long bathroom. I have like one of those uh, burst burst toothbrushes. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the bristles still touching the same air? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, I just, I just. Can't I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Like the, the. If if <laughs> what, what what exactly is smell? Is are those little particles that go inside your nose and you smell poop? Is that is that what you're talking about? And it I'm, just floats I'm... in the smell. Is this kind of like is this kind of like the you eat ten spiders a year kind of thing? Well, you never see it, you never feel it, but the fear is there. Is that how you, is that how you feel? You that everyone. Sucks. <laughs> Smells sixteen. I don't like that, Liam. <laughs> sixteen poo particles a, a year. Every time you brush your teeth, you inhale seventeen poo particles. There's there's mm. just a little speck, a little dot floating through the air, you know, oh, in, in everyone's on. droplets. <laughs> yeah, the like, little like dingle bear, like a really really small dingle bear. Yeah, like like two nanometer nano machine Deus Ex augmentations. What am I talking about anymore? Matt doesn't care. You're odd, and I I just have two rooms. <laughs> and and fortunately for you, we we do have more of a Liam question coming up next. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Daniel Zha wants to know. Hey, Dad and Sons, this is more of a Liam question, but I'm playing Yakuza like a dragon and have been wondering how spot on the depictions of homelessness are. Does oh. homelessness get brought up often in Japanese media? The only other times I've seen it appear are in the anime Hinamatsuri and Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, no, not really. Um, not as far as I know. I'm not the expert on this, uh, but from what I can see, not particularly. Homelessness in Japan is also something that's very swept under the rug. There are designated areas of Tokyo where homeless people live. They tend to live in what is like Yakuza 7, where they live in sort of a little encampment on a piece of land. Um, but it's funny, actually, there's a homeless guy who, there's one homeless guy I see in Kyoto, and I think the police, like, shove him along all the time, but he, he doesn't have any shoes, and he's not far from the queue office. Every time I cycle past him, I so desperately want to give him my shoes, because I feel so bad for him, and he's, like, the only homeless guy in Kyoto. I mean, he's probably not, but he's the only one anybody can see. But they tend to just get, like, from areas that are heavily populated with tourists and stuff, they just get shoved away. But in terms of, like, depictions of homelessness, Yakuza seems pretty tight. Like, they live in a, in a camp. If you watch any of the documentaries, especially related to Tokyo, um, Tokyo homelessness, especially, like, in uh, Ueno and stuff like that, there are basically, like, camps. They're basically, like, little, uh, what would you say, uh, like, immigrant camps essentially 
But I don't know how spawn the depiction is. It seems pretty good. I mean, if anybody's going to get a depiction of like Japanese aspect of it, it's going to be the Yakuza series. So number the character from it is awesome. He's so great. Um, and the homelessness you experience in the game is pretty spot on. They're pretty poor and they do stuff like collect cans and you see those people in Japan. So it must be pretty spot on. But there isn't much in the media, for sure, and there's definitely a reason why. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a grand total of maybe four homeless people out of all the trips I've taken to Japan. Yeah, that's the thing. They're just not anywhere. Uh, uh, It's kind of sad. I I really want to give this guy my shoes. He probably won't want them. He's probably not wearing shoes for a reason. He's just got like loads of newspaper wrapped around his legs. I just really want to give him my shoes. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Going back to Georgia really made me remember how bad the homeless situation over there is. Yeah. Really yeah, bad. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, everywhere yeah. Is in, in, in the city. Everywhere. Yeah, I, I cannot walk across the street without... Without. Without it. Without being haggled. Without them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got haggled at 5 a.m. when I was in the city that day. Jeez. Hey, man, I hope you're a good judge of character. You know, oh, that like, really he, puts you he on did the, the spot. whole spin on me, man. The whole spin on me is like, dude, I have no cash on me, man. And it's extremely cold out here. It's like, man. Yeah. Awkwardly moving on to the next one. Um, Eric, <laughs> B, <laughs> Eric B says, when the excellent game Dead Cells was first announced, it got referred to as a Souls-like roguelike Metroidvania, which at, <laughs> first, which at first sounded ridiculous until I considered <laughs> the alternative. If you look at the major storefronts, you're going to find lists with genres like racing and puzzle, but I'm not even going to try to explain what the words action, adventure, or RPG mean, since there is such a huge overlap within this fuster cluck of a naming convention. The question is, is there a need for more game genres that end with the suffix like, or is there even a need for the concept of game genres at all? If there's one thing I've ever learned is that you do not give yourself the moniker when you're marketing your game. Why would you compare your game to something that is the pinnacle of something, right? Like when you're trying to make a Souls-like game, what? It, why would you say that about your game? Because it immediately makes people want to go and play Souls games because they're the pinnacle of that series. Usually it's a moniker given to games by fans eventually. So you'd be like, oh yeah, this is a Spelunky-like. This is a... You know, this is an Undertale, like, or something after fans, but you never want to denigrate your own game to say something like that because you're just already, you know, underselling your game for what it could truly be. Uh, I think in indie games, we definitely do need some more genre uh, naming mm. conventions, but like Souls like Rogue, like Metroidvania, it literally makes me want to gag. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Because it doesn't really explain the game at all. No, and Dead Cells is a lot about loot. You could also say it's like a Diablo-like because you're just collecting loot all the time. But that doesn't fit into there. So It's more of a Rogue Metrovania. It's not really a Souls-like either. It's just hard. But then Roguelikes are hard. This is the problem. Yeah. Whatever the difference is between action and action adventure is completely meaningless at this point, and I no longer shop for games by the genre. Like, I haven't looked at those store tabs in years. It's it's more like, 
like I have a paragraph in my head about what the game's described as than a than a sentence. Yeah, when I'm when I'm searching for a game in the the freaking pile on Steam, like I have to go through all these genres and I have to like click like um indie, RPG, blah blah blah, like I put them all together to try to create something cohesive enough to be like, okay, this is kind of what I'm looking for. Let me search a thousand games to find that one that I want. In some horrible, awful, terrible way, though, isn't calling Dead Cells a Metroidvania roguelike still more helpful than calling it an action adventure? I mean, uh, not really, because uh, like you could you could be like a loot based roguelike. I think would describe Dead Cells okay, a bit more yeah, than Souls like yeah. roguelike Metroidvania. Oh, well, scrap you, the souls like. I don't. I don't know about that. But roguelike Metroidvania, no. I think, describes dead yeah, cells. Yeah. That's the, that's that's the only thing you need. But even then, is it a Metroidvania? You side scroll through a <laughs> very yeah, vertical but map. <laughs> but you don't really. You don't really backtrack. It breaks down. I mean, in 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 uh, in uh, that awesome. Oh, what's it called? Why am I forgetting the name? It's one of my favorite games of this year. Ah. Uh, the wizard, no, the wizard rogue. Last of Us Part Two: Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> the wizard rogue, like, uh, wizardry. Uh, That's from a while ago. Uh, why can I not think of it? It's like one of my favorite games of this year. Uh, Are you thinking of, of Noita? Noita. Oh Noita. yeah, Noita. Why Noita. was that not on the just Jeff Keighley list? Yeah, Noita, man. Uh, Best indie game of this year for sure. One I bet them. it's. I um, bet it's going to be on the GDC list. Is that a Metroidvania? Because like you go up and down, you side scroll, you backtrack. Okay, what if these are tags? <laughs> what? What? what well, if- I guess the Vania is meant to mean Castlevania, right? Mm-hmm. So does a cast? Does it have to be a castle? This is the problem. We've argued about this shit for years, everybody, and it's really dumb. Like they're really dumb. It's all semantics, but unfortunately, it's like kind of how developers have to depend on selling their games. Because I know that yes. having the right Steam tags is kind of a big deal for a lot of indie devs. And a lot of these Steam tags sound like this shit, like Souls like Rogue, like Metroidvania. It, yeah, so it's weird because like Cursed to Golf got called the Dark Souls of golf games, but it didn't get called a gol- it didn't get called a Souls like. Because it's nothing like Souls. It just the Dark Souls of Golf meant that it was a hard golf game. It, it like it didn't mean like it played anything like Dark Souls or anything. It just meant it was mm. hard. So saying something is the Dark Souls of something means it's hard. But if you say it's a Souls like, it means that it plays like a Souls game. Yeah. So that's another like that's another different way of putting it as well. Uh, and this is why it's so confusing and why it's kind of stupid to do stuff like this. I think these are fine as tags. I I think that the Steam tag system kind of sort of has this bullshit figured out a little bit. I mean, it's fine on Steam because it tends to be the place where these people who look for this type of tag would buy. It's like Ori and, uh, you know, Ori, right? Matt, would you call it a Metroidvania? Sure. I mean, you, <laughs> that was yes. quite you, a, you a side scroll and you backtrack. Like, it seems so weird to call Ori a Metroidvania. Yeah, like, I think it's 
it just that's there's no other genre that it's close to that it has to be a metroidvania it's an adventure game i guess yeah metroidvania Metroidvania. like like that's a sub-genre of the action slash adventure yeah oh god i hate role-playing game like that could describe almost anything when you get down to it but it shouldn't, right? It's like RPG. You kind of in games, you kind of know everybody knows what that means, right? Like, yeah, you make your like, own character. You have stats. You have a role to play that's specific. Yes. But it's like when Assassin's Creed changed and became a role-playing game. Like it became an RPG with uh, was it the Egyptian one, Origins, whatever it was, and it started having. And, and in that case, it's more about a loot grind than it is playing a specific role out of a list of roles. And that's that's what I think of when I think of role playing game is like, okay, I've built a character who's a magic user. I better darn play like that or else I'm going to have a bad time. But uh, yeah, like like a lot of loot grinding Diablo likes or or even to a certain extent, modern Bethesda games where your character's a jack of all trades don't really force you into that specific role. I, I hate it. I hate the term role playing game. And it's like JRPG, right? Japanese role-playing game. I oh, we could go on forever about this. I, <laughs> it's tough, and we do need, I think, especially in indie games, we need a bit more like static genre stuff. But if you just want to pitch your game and you're like, it's a bit like uh, a Spelunky-like and a loot-based game, like most publishers are going to be like, oh, for fuck's sakes, <laughs> like, stop, stop Don't- it. Wouldn't you want the elevator pitch for the publishers, though? No, you want to be like, it's, no, the way it works with publishing, and maybe this is why it should work, because a like is different, like, it's how it plays. You can say, this game will be enjoyed by players who play Spelunky, players who play Noita, players who play Fire Emblem. Like, you can say that, but you're not saying it's a Fire Emblem-like. It's it's a, it's an Advance Wars-like. You're not saying That's that. That's a tactics RPG. Yeah. You know, like with XCOM, you'd be like, oh, players who like Advance Wars might like XCOM, right? Um, that kind of stuff is what publishers look for. But you would not say, like, my game is a Spelunky, like, because people, they'd be like, well, okay, but, you know, people can play Spelunky. What makes your game stand out? You know what I think is completely unique and, and, uh, something that goes beyond classification uh, beyond these these labels that we're 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 boxing ourselves in here is uh the, the dad and sons t-shirt deal hey 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 yeah don't forget about that we're super duper stoked about that um, god i can't believe it we have our own shirts it's been a long time tpublic.com slash dad and sons I wonder if I will be bold enough to wear it in public. It looks fine. If uh, <laughs> uh, that black and white one is, mwah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna order me ten of them. The thing is, like, I'm. They'd be like, you know, that kind of looks like you, uh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely, it definitely looks like you. Out of all of them, you are like nailed. <laughs> like the beard yeah, and the glasses. Yeah, I'm kind of nailed and, on that. Anyone like, nailed? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, huge yeah. thanks to Zig Posca. Like, <laughs> superb work. But I think it's it looks so professional that I don't think it's going to matter. Like, oh, it looks like yeah, oh, it's, that's, that's a cool t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to be like, 
but it's you guys. It's <laughs> us. You guys ain't professional. <laughs> it's us here, here on the very professional, very slick, very, very well-produced Dad and Sons podcast. You can also support by going to the Patreon if you want to talk to us in Discord, submit questions there. We also do weekly game nights and play games with the fans when we're bored sometimes anyway. Played Titanfall last week. Yeah, this week um, we dug up Titanfall 2. If you are looking for a community of video gamers that still regularly play Titanfall 2, boy, do we have one for you. Also, consider the Nebula Curiosity Stream bundle for 15 bucks a year. You'll get access to thousands upon thousands of documentaries. Also, Dad and Sons episodes coming out early, ad-free. We got cool people joining the Patreon all the time. Like, right this minute, I checked the email and it said, Jordan Willis has joined us. So, Jordan Willis, just because you timed it perfectly, hello. <laughs> just in time to say just goodbye. Just in time to say goodbye to you specifically, Jordan Willis. Bye. Bye. Buy a t-shirt. Buy the t-shirt. Buy the t-shirt. <laughs>